Welcome to Showtime on this sports talk show. We're just going to jump right into it today with exciting news. Yes, today is an exciting day. It's Tuesday, the last day in May. Temperature outside right now is 80 degrees sunny in downtown Indianapolis. And on today's show, we have a special guest today. Want to introduce uh, Mr. Devin Johnson. How you doing today, sir? I'm doing good, King. Doing good. It's hot out here. I'm inside right now, sucking up this AC, but yeah, it's definitely a beautiful day out. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. We're just going to jump right into it, man. So what's what's going on with you, man? What what, what do you have going on there? Right now, I am uh, I'm basically leading my field day at uh, School 103, PLA, 103 at Spaling Leadership Academy, uh, out on the far east side on 42nd and uh, Baker. Um, I just felt like it was important for these kids to get some type of celebration from what they went through for the past two years with COVID, I mean, not being able to have these type of events. So I just, I feel like it was very important to make sure these kids got that. Right, right, right. Now, when you say the event, what is the purpose? And I know you just said to reference that, but how did you come up with this purpose for this event that you guys are having? Um, It's usually something that we do every year, but it's just like my principal came to me and was like, hey, do you do field day? I said, oh, yeah, I, I, I love field day because I, I, I still got my field day memories from 98. Right, right. You know what I mean? It goes back in the day. So I was, uh, it, it became easy to me because I, re- I pretty much used everything from back then and the stuff that I have in this gym. I'm a gym teacher here, so it wasn't hard to find, you know, little games and stuff for them guys to play. Uh, for them to have fun, it's like it's 27 activities outside right now. Right. Be busy with, you know, what I mean, just earning points so they can get medals and stuff like that. I got, I got first place medals and I got all this stuff, man, ready for the kids and you know, uh, a surprise pizza party for the, the overall team of each grade. So it's just, man, I just wanted to get give back to these kids just to show them that. I appreciate them. Right, 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 man. And that's so good at what you're doing, giving back to the community. Now, you also, um, you're an athlete yourself. Uh, you played sports growing up. Uh, talk about how you were when you played sports at a young age. Man, um, I'll say Little League, I was, I, was a, I was a tyrant. I ain't going to lie. I was a little tyrant on the field. I had a lot of anger built up, so I let that out on the field a lot. Right. Um, that, that definitely, that definitely led me on the field. But uh, I also played basketball, so I was a, a two-sport athlete all the way up into my freshman year in high school, where uh, I went to Warren Central. But I, uh, I had to choose between either or sport. So, you know, I chose with football, and I've been with it ever since. Oh, okay, so you're a Warren Central warrior. Yeah. yeah, so the likes of, uh, yeah, so you got the guys like uh, the running back that went to, to, to Virginia Tech yeah, out of that, Warren. That's Chris, legacy right there. Yeah, and then you got Desmond Tardy, my cousin. You got Shakira Bell, Joel Hampton. You got you David got Bell. Bell. You got Anthony Weather, Tomorrow Morris. Yeah. Like, you got up here today. Hey, I can hey, you name guys tomorrow. Got- <laughs> hey, McDonald. I can name David Pickett. Hey, I can name them all. Man. I'm trying to tell you, that brotherhood grows strong. But when you guys come from a good background for us coaching, everybody wants to to play for a coach that that knows how to win. And Warren Central Township, uh, you guys, you know, the coaching staff, 
You know, they bring in good coaches that know how to motivate these young guys and they know how to get into their minds to where these guys are mentally prepared to play the game. Now that you see how the coaches are, do you think if you guys would have had that type of more coaching back in that day, do you think, you know, people would be more, you know, a more elaborate or just, you know, more accurate on playing? Because now a lot of coaches put in a lot more say, emphasis into into the players. So right, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say our coaching staff. <laughs> our coaching staff was in part of a uh, of a change. So when uh, John Hart came in there, it was really a, a change from everything. Because when with Tutsi, uh the first two years with Tutsi, we were under the same uh, coach Wright philosophy. Mm-hmm. I mean, nothing really changed, but, but when we got with Hart, we started to actually start to pass the ball. Uh, kids started to get more exposure when it came to going to camps and stuff like that. It was just, I feel like I went to Warren at the right time. I don't think that the coaches didn't do no less. I don't think they did no more than what they were supposed to. Uh, I graduated with the most seniors in Warren Central history. I think we had 45 or close to 50. Wow. Uh, yeah, we have, yeah, class. Congrats, kids, congrats on the honors. 50 kids right. That's still on the squad. So uh, a big part of that is the kids. Is We was a brotherhood. Every every grade is like that. Every class is like that. It's a brotherhood. We stick together no matter what. So regardless of what the coach may have going on, we know the blueprint. Exactly. You know? And once you know the blueprint, you don't forget it. You, you It just, it. It becomes easy Monday through Thursday and Friday. You just get off the bus, you know. Right. You just, when you go hard and practice every day, like it, practice is harder than games. I ain't gonna lie. I believe like, it. Like practice is way, it's way, it was sometimes faster. Well, you, what the way you guys faster in the games. What well, the way you guys dominated, especially when you guys played against yeah. North Central. I'm not even gonna get into that. You know, you guys, we played a good <laughs> hey, games. You know, I, I think lost, the, I, I think we. I think two. I think two years we had good games with you guys when we had uh, Trayvon uh, Trayvon yeah. Elliott and also when that we had Richard nice Hamilton. Year. Those two years was when Trayvon was a senior, Richard was a senior. Those two years, which was because I think Trey uh, Richard was two years behind Trayvon, yep. uh, and uh, and and those guys were awesome. And uh, you know, I, great athletes, man. Exactly. Uh, I, what, are, what are they doing now? What are they doing now? Good question. We're going to find out that question in our next episode. But right now, we're going to take our first commercial break. This is your man Showtime Barnett on the Showtime Barnett Sports Talk Show. That worked. All right. Yes, yes, yes. This is your man Showtime Barnett. We have in the house special guest Devon Johnson. Yes, he is a leader in the community, also doing activities for the youth, bringing the youth back to keep the youth off the streets and to stay out of trouble. We're going to bring him back on the scene. So, Mr. Johnson, you outside now with the kids. This is your man, Showtime, live here at the downtown Indianapolis studio, temperature 80 degrees outside on a warm day today. If you're not outside, you better... Catch a little sun, a sun uh, sunlight, sun rays, and uh, get some little sun on your skin. You know, if you need to have some of that sunscreen, sunblock, go ahead and put that on. But today is a day. If you have a boat, go boating. If you swim, swim. Get out and do something 
to enjoy this beautiful day. Now we're back with Mr. Devon Johnson. So, Mr. Johnson, there's a lot going on for this, you know, out here with, with, as you know, the gun violence that was just, that just happened in Texas and not only in Texas, but just, you know, everywhere. What do we need to do as a community and as leaders for something like this not to happen in our schools? Even though it didn't happen here, these acts are still happening. Yeah, we got we got a murder every day in Indianapolis, man. Uh, we need more programs for these kids. We need to stop cutting fundings in the wrong places. Uh, I work in the school, and my sole reason for working in the school is to, is to get these kids off of the school to prison pipeline system. Right. It's like the more honestly, man, if we can get these programs going back, because I was in the boys and girls club, man. My mom kept me busy. She made sure I wasn't coming home until about seven and eight o'clock. And all you got to do from there is take a shower, do your homework, eat. And you sleep, you know what I mean? You sleep. Right. So, for for for, they, for these times today, we need more programs. We need more elders to get back to get back in the community. Because there's too many people that's out here. There's too many yeah. people out here. They got, the, they, got the, they got the resources. They got the platforms. But they choosing not to use it because they think they got something else better to do. Well, how do we? More important than these kids. We have the, we have all the, we have all of the things for the youth. I'm not saying everything, but we have different programs for the youth and for yeah. you know to get these guys and and the, and the ladies and the young women off the streets. But at the end of the day, it has to be self motivated, or their kid has to take a part, or their parents have to get involved. It, it's it's more yeah, or less. It's more or less now. It's not really, you can't, we can't blame it on the kids. If, if the parents don't put their kids in these types of functions, the kids are not going to know how to uh, just, you know, be able to coincide with, you know, the people in the world. And that's not to say from the people, and and hold on, I'm not taking away from the people that's locked up because, you know, um, just on the, just on the strength of, you know, my family members being in and out of incarceration. Um, I know that's just tough, man, on anybody. And I wouldn't put that just that nemesis, just, you know, um, it's a rehabilitation, yes, to make a mistake. But to get out and to be able to understand what you did and be able to have another chance. I think that's another thing that we're missing is a lot of the fathers are being incarcerated for petty crimes. What do you think? What do you think about that as far as just not only the community, but just as as African-Americans, Latinos and just, the you know, the, the, the community as far as, you know, these are the people that are mainly getting the petty crimes, as you can say, just from statistics and from statistics shows that this is something that they, you know, they they we show and we see. And it's nothing that we can do. Only thing we can do is really, uh, you know, try to figure out a solution. You know, mm-hmm. we have we have to attack it. What way would you attack this type of red flag issue? Uh, I would go hard at the black fathers. With me being a black father myself, well, it's not even a black father. I'm going at the black mothers, the black mothers and the black fathers, man. Because um, I know for me. For what I believe in, my uh, for my 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 spiritual my spirituality, 
the mother and the father is, is the beginning of everything. Mm -hmm. So once the mother and the father change their mentalities, they start seeing. It's, it's all about seeing because the Far East Side, it's not a lot to see out here. It's not, it's not a lot to look at. You can't go a lot of places on the Far East Side like, man, wow, that's amazing. Or you know what I mean? Like, you can, it, it can change your, your thought process. Like, oh, we got a lot of, we got a lot of people who are comfortable. Mm -hmm. so we, got, we need to be showing people why they don't need to be comfortable. We need to show people why you need to be going to, you need to hustle, grind, or whatever the case may be every day. You got 365. Show people what's out here. Because I didn't really start changing my mind frame about stuff until I left out of Indiana. Until I started really seeing what's out of here. And, and so I'm like, wow, like, I went to Disney World when I was in sixth grade. When I went, when I took that trip to Disney World, I'm like, man, I ain't never been outside of Indiana. Like, this is amazing. Like, I want to be able to take my kids here and, you know what I mean, just enjoy life like this. Right. So when you get out and you actually see those things, you're going to want to work to make sure that your kids and yourself can actually have that experience too. So I think once we, we got to show people out here that it's possible to, to lead, it's possible to grow from the projects. It's possible to grow from the ghetto. I'm a prime example of how it is to grow. I wasn't perfect in the ghetto, but I, I, I've made it out. <laughs> that's all that's important. So I take the little tools that I use, um, mentors, our mentors need to come out like we need to step up as mentorship um, and really to get to these kids that really are scared to say something. The kids that, that are shocked, you know, like there's a lot of kids that have autism and, you know, what I mean, they, they have uh, they, they have a hard ways communicating with adults or even their own classmates. Speech so, impediments, because my, my yeah, little nephew had my little nephew got that. He had it, but yeah, he's man, working like, on it. Really work, right. Really work on. We gotta work on the adults first. That's that's really what it is. We gotta work on the adults first. Cause with these kids, I got I got 500 kids in here who believe they can be whatever they want to be. You know what I mean? Like I got kids who who genuinely believe that. So where between they between now and they grown up years, where does that where does that where does that you know what I mean start to fizz out? Mm -hmm. So we need to find out what's happening to these kids at what age, and we need to attack that age. We need because these I want to say middle school high school. We we started attacking middle school high school in more of an aggressive way by making sure we got programs for all type of kids and not just sports. Uh, yeah, we can start teaching uh, work ready classes. I like it's so many things that we can really start getting these kids on because they have a better they have a better they have a better way of living than we did in the nineties because like. These kids can start working immediately. You know, once they legally able to work, they 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 out of there. They they good. I got kids in here right now. I can't wait to start working. Live your life. Right. <laughs> they can't. They they just can't. They they can't get, wait to get ready. Right. They can't wait to get get it going. Get their own money and stuff like that. Yes. So I'm like, okay. Let me teach y'all some financial literacy. Exactly. So it's just, it's, yeah. It's just about the little things. When you have kids talking about it, you just gotta keep the conversation going. Yes. Now, when it comes to adults. You gotta get the conversation going. Right. You just gotta start. Right, you know, right. It might not be that circle. It might not be that point in time. But like, nah, bro, we, we, we need to talk about this right now. And let's see where it goes. Okay. Let's see who, who has that same, who can get on that same wavelength. That same wavelength, the focus. We need to start actually just working together, man. Instead of like, I'm gonna I'm challenge everybody listening to today. 
every black person you see today, tell them what's up. Give them the head nod. Say what's up. How you doing? That's how we change it right there. But see, I, I do that as well, but I, I just think a lot of black men are really just intimidated, man, by the next man. And it really doesn't, it don't make sense because, you know, I, I you know, we don't understand a lot growing up in life. And then even the truth can be a lie or the lie can be a truth. We don't know that. We see what we see is perception, rules. I just think that um, for everything that, people go through, you know, I don't never take a day for granted. I never take advantage of a person. And I think that's the reason why a lot of things happen the way they've happened for myself. Because I don't believe in doing nobody wrong. I don't believe in pinching, pinching out or as people say, uh, um, if a person, what a person don't know won't hurt them. I, I believe that's backstabbing to me. I mean, that's just my Energy own. Energy is always going to be there. Exactly. Energy is always going to be there. I feel like if you got, I think if you just, if you have faith in yourself, believe in what you can do, control only what you can control, yep. and then see how life treats us. I think that society treats people different ways when people commit different crimes. As we just seen the incident in Texas again, uh, you know, the, you know, the, you know, the white boy who killed, you know, the innocent, um, man, who, who killed the innocent kids, man. It's like, I have 11 nephews and nieces. So I understand what a lot of people are going through because just last week you was with your son or daughter breakfast, dinner, giving them a bath. Now, a week later, it's like you got to you have to do something that you never thought you would have to do. You know, you don't even get to see their prom, their eighth grade graduation, fifth grade, sixth. Grade. I mean, a lot of that's a lot of that. I, I 40 percent of this class, 40 percent of this of this school is uh, Hispanic. It's, and see, that's kind of and, and when I served in the military, that's kind of a lot of guys I kind of mended with, you know, was, you know, a lot of the, you know, Hispanics, Latinos, and and it was like a lot of people came from various areas, different cultures, and when you come from different cultures, everybody has a story. Um, I think everybody has a story to tell, and I think that you have to understand the the story that each person lives. Um, I I try to myself... Um, you know, just with my, myself right now, you know, having this studio, um, it's a lot to go on with this, but I'm put in this position because this is the time, you know, everything don't last forever. You know, sometimes when one door closes, another one opens, um, I'm just, I'm just happy that we could really take the chance to give you, uh, the, the respect and the honor that that you give back to the community, Mr. Uh, uh, Devon Johnson. And uh, we just want to let you guys know that we're going to take our next break and we're going to wrap up the show after this message. This is your man Showtime Arnett on the Showtime Arnett Sports Talk Show. Another show here with Showtime Arnett Sports Talk Show. Uh, thankful that um, I'm just here just to give you guys, you know, um, my thoughts, my experience, 
uh, not trying to uh, criticize anyone or criticize anyone's religion. Um, I like everybody. Um, and then sometimes you have to really understand where a person's coming from in order to really understand that person. And sometimes I don't really understand a lot, but also I just try to make it um, neutral so that I can understand on both sides of the playing field. Um, I just want to thank you guys for tuning in to Showtime Barnett Sports Talk Show. I want to thank these countries for tuning in. Uh, Germany, Pakistan, India, um, uh, 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 United Kingdom, Australia, uh, Lebanon, um, uh, Nigeria, uh, you know, you guys, uh, Norway. Uh, I want to thank all you guys just for just listening uh, to the podcast, um, you know, not only with that, but just. You know, the Bahamas, Spain, uh, you know, you guys have always been there uh, listening to Showtime, giving me support. I have 19 countries now listening to Showtime Barnett Sports Talk Show. The two new countries, India and Dominican Republic, those are the two new countries to listen to Showtime Barnett Sports Talk Show. Hey, eight major platforms. Uh, it's it's going down. It's going. Uh, just want to let you guys know. Showtime Arnett. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to Showtime Arnett Sports Talk Show, the podcast. You can check it out on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Breaker.audio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. Thank you once again for listening to Showtime Arnett Sports Talk Show, the podcast.